is the day that the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We want to welcome you this morning. We are excited this morning. Every third Sunday of the month is our Youth Sunday where our youth participate and lead our worship. And we are blessed this morning. Amen. To have uh, one of our outstanding youth who are here with us and going to lead us through worship. Amen. Uh, we are blessed to have Alessandra Moore, uh, who's going to serve with us this morning. And Alessandra is currently a 10th grade honor student at Central Bucks East High School. I don't know where the years have gone by so fast and that Alexander, Alexandria is in 10th grade. But uh, we uh, refer to her as Allie. And so Allie was selected <clears throat> to be a member of the Junior National Honor Society and was a recipient of the President Biden's Award Distinguished Honors for Academics in ninth grade and was elected a member at large of the class of 2025 Student Council. She's a member of the band and select ensemble in the orchestra in high school. Allie is also on the executive board of the teen group of Jack and Jill of America, Bucks County Chapter, where she heads the legislative committee and organizes teen retreats among other responsibilities. She continues to volunteer uh, or service committees and enjoys working with MLK Day projects for her church here at Second Baptist and for Jack and Jill yearly, as well as philanthropy work with United Way of Bucks County. The March of Dimes, the projects benefiting homeless teens in Bucks County. Allie continues in her third year competitive cheerleading and All-Stars and has won numerous awards for leadership, including Athlete of the Week and Pennant Forward Ultimate Cheerleader Recognition. She has represented Victory Vipers of Doylestown on a national and international level, uh, coming in first place in the nation and eighth in the world in 2022 for Level U17-1 International Cheering. Allie has participated in John Hopkins Center for Talented Youth since seventh grade, and she is looking forward to represent Central Bucks East and State of Pennsylvania for Washington and Media uh, Conference, hosted by George Mason University as a national youth correspondent in July of 2023, where she'll have the opportunity to network with White House correspondents. That is, listen, she's done more than we've done her whole life. Amen. So we are just uh, just so impressed. And, and the thing about it, that Allie is one who loves the Lord. Amen. And so let's welcome Alessandra Moore as she leads us in worship. Amen. Good morning. We want to welcome you to our in-person and live stream service on this blessed Sunday. Make joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Let's praise the sorry, let's praise God in song by singing together glory glory since I led my bones
Second Baptist. I hope you're all ready to have an amazing service. You know, it's been a very long week for a lot of us, and you know, coming off of break, there's a lot going on with final exams and testing for people. It's been kind of crazy. You know, it's also kind of crazy as we wrap up the holiday season, trying to take down decorations and things. So, whew, we could we could all use a little peace. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for allowing us all to be here this morning to praise your name, to wake up and have another amazing, glorious day being Christians in the way that you see fit. I'm glad that we can all come together as a community to be anointed with your praise. And I'm glad that I can call this church, this chapel, my home. For I have found everlasting peace and life with you. Our responsive reading this morning will be from Selection 587, Peace. 
Behold, the hour cometh ye, is now come, that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet, I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you may have peace, and in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Peace I leave you with. Sorry, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Having abolished in his flesh the entity, even the laws of commandments contend in ordinance for to make him himself or twain on new man so making peace and came and preached peace to you which were afar off and to them that were high and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praises, Think on these things. Those things which we have both learned and seen and heard and seen do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Please remain standing for our congregational hymn, which will be number 372, We Shall Overcome. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son.
right now but one day when this is all said and done we too shall live in peace with our Lord and Savior one day amen we want to extend a hearty welcome to each of you who are here those of you who are here in our in-person service as well as those who are watching by live stream today we thank God for you we would pray those of you on live stream uh, or those of you sitting here you can pull out your phones, you can text your friends and family members, amen, tell them to join in with us. If they're close enough and can get here, let them come on in here, amen. If not, uh, encourage them to watch the service then on live stream. Again, we want to thank God for our youth, amen. We are back on track. We got our youth up and running, and we want to thank God for Alessandra Moore, amen. What a wonderful job uh, that she did. I was listening to the prayer that Alessandra uh, Alley uh, gave uh, for us, and uh, her prayer was not necessarily about herself, amen, but her prayer was about others. And so that is a blessing. So let us again thank Allie Moore. Amen. God bless you, Allie. Amen. So um, every third Sunday, we're going to have our youth going to be participating in the worship service. So uh, if you would like for your child to participate, uh, please let us know, amen, that we are looking forward to it. Our junior ushers, amen, are on duty. So we're getting everybody back on track. Amen. This pandemic... Uh, has slowed us down a little bit, but we're going to get back on track. Uh, just real quick, uh, just a few announcements. Uh, one, for our MLK Day uh, for tomorrow and, and also then for Monday. Uh, the flyer that is up that you can see on your screen is talking about a service that we're going to have here, a projects on Monday, okay, which is tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., to 12 p.m. We're not having our normal service that we would have. However, 
uh, at 10 a.m. there are going to be uh, people who are going to be coming in uh, from various organizations and they're going to assist uh, putting together uh, breakfast bags and clothes items and we have a number of uh, agencies in the community that we plan to sponsor and to attempt to be a blessing. Now, if you would like to come in for tomorrow, we certainly will welcome you to, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, we'll be here from 10 to 12, amen. So if you would like to come in to participate and to help, please make sure that you do so. So that's going to take place on Monday. <clears throat> now, on today, uh, there is a program that is scheduled for our youth from high school uh, in the community, amen. I'm going to have you put up that next slide for me, uh, please, okay. And that is our social uh, justice summit. Uh, this is about the 13th year or 11th, 13th year that we've had this. Uh, it involves uh, high school students all around Bucks County and Montgomery County as well. That is going to take place today at 4 o'clock. It's going to be held at William Tennant High School. So for uh, our parents who have um, high school age kids, or if you have one that's a little younger but they're mature and can handle things, amen, we invite and encourage uh, for them to join in with the MLK uh, Peace uh, Summit and Justice Summit that we are going to have. So please make sure that you put that on your agenda. Listen, our women's ministry is on the move. They are putting together this awesome cookbook, amen. They are still looking for recipes from there. They said the men has done, have done a good job of submitting recipes, amen. So uh, let's all try to do that. They've extended that time to the end of January. So make sure that you get that in, amen. I'm in the process of writing a foreword uh, for that uh, particular cookbook. Uh, I can't say I know how to cook, but I, I can say a few things, amen, uh, in the foreword. So uh, that's going to be, that cookbook's going to be coming out just a little later, but we are extending the deadline to the end of January uh, to make sure that you get that in. Uh, we are recruiting uh, for ushers, amen. Uh, we're getting our ushers back in. If you would like to serve as an usher, uh, please make sure that you see Sister Leslie Hawks. Amen. We're also getting our junior ushers back. Matter of fact, some of them are already on duties. I didn't know they were starting already, but they, they're up and running. And so if you have some young people that like to serve as an usher here at the church, uh, we're going to be training them as well. Sister, uh, see Sister Lavinia Thompson, and she's going to be working with our youth ushers. Amen. We're also starting back with our family greeters. So we are asking uh, families, and uh, Sister Van Winters, amen, is going to probably be approaching you, asking you uh, to serve on a given Sunday as a greeter, to greet those who come into the church. And we had also would ask if that family would also do the welcome. Uh, some of you have participated in that, some of the family, or individuals, it could be individuals as well, uh, have participated in the past. And so uh, we're moving forward. We're still in a pandemic, but we have to move forward. And so uh, if you would like to uh, participate as a greeter, please see Sister Van Winters, or she'll be reaching out to you, so don't run from her if you see her coming towards you, amen, on this day. To go ahead and volunteer uh, yourself with that. We would appreciate that. In that we're in 2023, we have a new church theme, amen. And our church theme for 2023 is together in Christ, amen, that we were one and we are together in Christ. We have a brand new banner that is up in the foyer, so when you go out and you look up there, you will see that new banner uh, there taken from Colossians 3, 14, amen. 
So we're going to be highlighting uh, that theme for the rest of this year. Our feeding ministry outreach is going to take place this coming Wednesday at Chosen 300 Ministries. Uh, we are still not back down in person uh, the way that we used to. We are still providing food and having that taken down to be served there. Uh, we're thinking that in May, our next outing, that we may be going back down in person uh, to do serving there. So if you'd be so kind, and uh, when we have our tithes and offerings for today, if you, the Lord blesses you to put a little extra in there to designate it uh, for our feeding ministry for the missions, we would greatly appreciate that. Amen. And listen, don't get away after service. Uh, because we're going to need your help. You see, we still have Christmas up, amen, but it got to come down. So uh, after service today, we're going to take down the decorations that we have. The more people we have, the quicker it goes, amen. So uh, please just uh, stay with us uh, for a little bit after church so that we can get those items down. We're going to need some of our men uh, to go upstairs to bring down some of those boxes so that we can get everything in. But it's been a blessed time. The church just looked beautiful, amen, for the holidays and thanking God for everyone's help and all with that. Um, we are still have our Christ and Cultural Humility on January 8th. Uh, we were blessed to uh, have our kickoff. I'm going to ask if uh, Reverend Jackson, if he would give some information on our Christ and Cultural Humility program. Let the church say amen. amen. By a show of hands, who was in attendance for our kickoff? Amen. By a show of hands, who enjoyed themselves at the kickoff? It was wonderful. I used the litmus test. There was a young man, 14 years old. I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm saying, boy, if we can make, if he make this right, I think we got something. I said, how did they rope you into this? He goes, I don't know. I just don't know. At the end of it, I said, how was it? Did you have a good time? Was it better than you thought? He goes, yeah, it was pretty good. I can't wait for the next one. So I'm here to tell you, there's so much to be learned from each other. It's amazing. You go away feeling lighter. You go away feeling better about yourself. And it's all because it's in Christ. That's the growth. That's the potential. That's what we're seeing. It focuses a new light on the creation that God has made in us individually and collectively. We'll be meeting again on Sunday, January 22nd, directly after church, and we'll go through it one more time, but this time with a little bit more focus. I'm anticipating an even greater response from those who have it. So make it a point. Christ and cultural humility. It's real. It's not going anywhere. And we're going to be recipients of all the blessings that come as a result. May God bless you. Amen. Amen. This is an opportunity for us to be able to give back to God through our tithes and our offerings. We have three ways to give here at the church. For those of you who are in person, we thank God that you're here with us for today. We have an offertory box located at the back of the church. So before you leave for today, amen, or when you come in, to please deposit your tithes and your offerings there. Uh, those of you who are online uh, can click on the Tithely button there uh, as you are viewing and you'll be able to submit your tithes and offerings, or you can mail it into the church. We do know that everything we have, it belongs to the Lord, amen, as is. 
And so the Lord asked us just to give back a tenth of that uh, so that we could continue on his ministries and be a blessing to those. And so we thank God for that opportunity. Let us bow our head in prayer. Eternal God our Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to give. We thank you both for the gift and the giver. We ask, God, that you would bless those who gave, bless those who had a desire to give but had it not. And so, Lord, we just want to say thank you for all that you do for us, all of the provisions that you continue to provide for us, and help us, God, to be thankful and to be grateful for all that you have done, will do, and, and continue to do in our lives right now. So we ask these things in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. This being the, and tomorrow being the Dr. Martin Luther King Day, a holiday that is celebrated here in this nation. Just want to take a moment uh, just to honor uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Amen. You know, Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. once said that we must work unceasingly to uplift this nation, this nation that we love to a higher destiny, to a higher plateau of compassion, and to a more noble expression of humanness. And so each year on the third Monday of January, schools and federal offices, post offices, banks across America, they close to celebrate the birth and the life and the dream of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it's a time for the nation to remember the injustices that Dr. King fought against. It's a time to remember his fight for freedom, for equality and dignity of all races and peoples. It's a time to remember the message of change through nonviolence. And so this holiday has taken on a very unique status for American holidays. And that this holiday is encouraged to be a day where helping and serving others is the highlight of the day. A day on and not a day off. And so although many people see this in other holidays as a day where, that you don't have to do homework or a day that you can hang out with your friends or go golfing or whatever, it's much more than that. It's a celebration of equality, the celebration of freedom and the celebration of a wonderful man of God. And so whether you celebrate Dr. King's birthday on January the 16th or during Black History Month, the holiday is an occasion for Thanksgiving. It's an occasion for unselfishness and rededicating ourselves to the causes for which he stood and for which he died. And so I encourage each of you to use this occasion, this Martin Luther King Day, as an opportunity to enlist your families in serving others with love not only on this holiday, but on every day. Amen. We are blessed our dance ministry is here. Amen. I believe Sister Risharda and Sister Crystal. Amen. If uh, I'm going to ask one of my ushers, if you would bring them in, get the, our dance ministry. And Sister Lavinia, if you would get the, uh, Sister Risharda and Sister Crystal for me. Amen. They want to uh, present uh, today a special uh, presentation uh, on Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Amen.
Somebody lift your voice and just worship. Just lift your voice and worship. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice and worship. Oh, the Spirit of God is moving on those who worship. Somebody just wave those hands. We just honor your presence tonight. We just honor your presence tonight, Holy Spirit. That's all we really want, Lord, is just to be where you are. Just to be in your presence. my testimony in all that I go through. Somebody said why? I said because
and say, praise is what I do. Even when I'm going through, when I'm going through, see I've learned, I've learned to worship, to worship. Ooh, see, I want to let the devil know tonight. No, my circumstance, I will not be depressed. It doesn't even stand a chance. Thank <laughs> you. 
Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Song said, praise is what I do. Amen. We want to thank Sister Rashada and Sister Crystal. Amen. They did a fabulous, fabulous job. Amen. I saw Sister Nikki in the back uh, dancing. I know she dances on that song too. Amen. I saw her doing all the movements. But you might as well came up, Nikki. <laughs> Amen. But what a blessing. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. What a mighty God that we serve. Amen. We're going to ask for the Backbench boys to come. Amen. They've been dying to sing. Come on, let's welcome the Backbench boys. Amen. that we all need inside. 
I'll go where the light is, light is. in the window, at the household of faith. Household of faith. I'll go where the light, light is, in the window, at the household of faith. Household of faith. The Father, the Son, and Holy Ghost. Where the light is, in the window, at the household of faith. Household of faith. Where the light is, in the window, at the household of faith. Household of faith. Household of faith. Household of faith. Good morning, family. Good morning, family. How's everybody doing this morning? It's always good to see uh, a, a, a reminder of this weekend. Uh, make it a please make it sure it's a day in and not a day off. There's a variety of things out there in the community. Um, just just take advantage of it. But uh, most of all, remember the servant leadership that we try to espouse um, and try to be Christ-like in, in how we move forward. Amen. Amen. So I'll join me as we prepare ourselves for the word. Father God, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory. You're so worthy to be praised, and we thank you for allowing us to come together to fellowship with one another, to worship you, to become better stewards of your word, Father God. We just thank you for the ability to wake up and just to be in your presence. Father, we thank you just for the blessings you've put on us. But we do confess our sins, because we know there might have been something that we have said, thought, or done that you did not approve of, and for that, we ask for your forgiveness and to put us back on the path. Father, thank you for allowing us traveling mercies. Thank you for allowing us to stream this. Thank you for allowing us just to be part of this service as we learn about your word and apply it, Father God. Please, Lord, give Pastor Hamlin the words to speak. Give us the ears to hear, the heart to receive, and the courage to apply it going forward. And Father, most importantly, if there's someone who doesn't know you, Make yourselves, make your presence known to them, Father God. Let them experience what we all experience in terms of that relationship with you, knowing that we have eternal life because of the sacrifices you've made for us. And Lord, if there's somebody who is backsliding and needs to get closer to you, make that known to them and, and have it moving on their heart to make a step towards you. Because we know if we move towards you, you'll move towards us, Father God. Yeah. And we're just appreciative of the role you play and just how it starts and ends with you. And so, Father, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you, we love you, and we ask all these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.
every sense. That wonderful day. My soul, anybody's soul been satisfied in Jesus. Hallelujah. What a time we've had today and just being satisfied in Jesus. Amen. Giving God praise and glory and honor for all things. Just thanking God for being God all by himself. We want to thank, amen, Pastor Paul and Tanisha and Brother Chris and handling our music, amen. And Deacon Smith and Brother Derek upstairs handling all of our AV needs and live stream needs and all of that uh, uh, technology that we have going on today. We want to thank our backbench boys, amen, and Sister Risharda and Sister Crystal. They did just an awesome, awesome job, amen. Hey, listen, before I forget, you, you know, there's a tell. I don't know, anybody notice as you start to get a little older, you don't remember things the way you used to, amen, got to write some things down, amen. Some of them shaking that they don't, they're not in that, but I don't know about that, amen. Keep on living, <laughs> sooner or later you get there if you're not there yet. But listen, next Sunday, uh, we're going to turn that into a Eagle Sunday. I don't know if the Eagles going to play on Sunday. But I know they, they're either going to play Saturday or Sunday. So whether they, if they play Saturday, whether they win or lose, you can come in and wear your Eagle gear, amen, to support, amen. You know I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler man, so I, I'm not a hater, amen. I may not have your jersey on, but I mean, I, we're going to come in here and celebrate, amen. So next Sunday will be a Eagle Sunday, win or lose. Whether they play, I don't know, I guess they'll find out today whether they play on Sunday. Uh, but if they play Saturday, come on in and support. They had a great year, amen. So you can come on in and support them, whether they win or lose or if they're playing on Sunday. So uh, next Sunday is your Eagle Sunday, amen. Everybody all right with that, amen. Come in on next Sunday, no. <laughs> well, we're going to let those that you got a whole lot of Eagle fans that out, you know, outweigh everybody else. So. We're going to celebrate then uh, with you, and I, I'm hoping and praying that they win. I'd rather see a Pennsylvania team, you know, take it home. So, uh, so next Sunday, put on your calendar is a Eagles Sunday. You can come in with you, get long as your gear is appropriate. Amen. Don't come in here with some, you know, all the little cutoff. You know, this thing. Come on in here with cover up. Amen. And come on in here for next next Sunday. Amen. Don't take advantage of the situation. But praise God for his blessings. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you. We bless your precious and your holy name. We thank you, God, for the songs that have been sung. We thank you, Lord, for the prayers that have been prayed. We thank you for the dance and praise, Lord God, that has come forward. But, Lord, we need to hear a word from you. Lord, we're living in a time where... Your word is the only thing, Lord God, that's going to be able to help us and sustain us, Lord God, to be able to hear what it is that you would have us to do, to help us to recognize that each and every one of us, that we are sinners, we have been lost, but Lord God, we thank you that you're available, that we can be found in you. So we pray, God, if there's someone here under the sound of my voice, uh, those who are uh, watching on live stream, Lord God, those who are here in person, Lord, if there's someone here this morning who does not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins, we pray, God, that through your word that you would speak to their hearts, Lord. And, Lord, that someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? 
For we ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen. Amen. I'm blessed to see uh, a few of my grandchildren who are here this morning. I see one ushering and one laying up on his father uh, over there. Amen. And so we do uh, thank Lord for all of his blessings and for each and every one of you. You know, many times in life, we fail to say thank you to the person who has helped us. And many times we fail to realize who has been, who has helped us out along this life's journey. So I want to ask you a question this morning. Matter of fact, I want to ask you a couple of questions this morning. Has the Lord ever brought you through something? Amen. Has the Lord ever brought you through? If the Lord has brought you through, then somebody ought to say thank you, Jesus, this morning. Amen. Has he ever made a way out of no way for you? Has anybody experienced that? Come on, let's testify this morning. Amen. Has the Lord made a way out of no way for you? Has anyone been delivered and set free? Hallelujah this morning. Amen. And so it's important that we recognize where our help comes from. Amen. There's a word that is found in the New Testament book of Acts. In the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 11, that lets us know that God is a God of deliverance. How many of you know that God is a God of deliverance? Amen. If you'd be so kind to stand with us this morning uh, as we read uh, verses 1 through 11. Amen. If you get tired, go ahead and take a seat. Amen. This is the King James Version. For the word of God says that now about that time Herod, the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then there were, were the days, amen, of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quatorians of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him and wist not that it was true, which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them 
of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street. And forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. The word says, And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectations of the people of the Jews. Amen. I want to preach on the subject this morning, you better recognize your deliverance. Why don't you turn to your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, you better recognize your deliverance. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. You, you better recognize, better recognize your deliverance. You know, if we were a church to stop just for a minute and reflect on the lives and the hardships of our grandparents and our great-grandparents, I think that most of us would probably come to the conclusion that compared to what they went through, we really got it made. Amen. There were many things that our grandparents and ancestors had to endure that we know nothing about. And for some of our older saints who are here this morning, their great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents may have been raised in the bondage of slavery. They may not have had the freedoms that we've come to know and expect in today's age they may not have had the ability to pick and to choose whom they would marry and what kind of job that they would be able to find. They may not have had the opportunity to learn how to read or to write, all because they were designated as the slaves of other men. And for those of us who haven't been on the battlefield as long as youngins, amen, we may not be able to take our grandparents or our great-grandparents as far back as slavery. And yet we know that our grandparents, those of us who are here today, our grandparents had come through a time and an era that was torn with racial degradation and segregation. They experienced a time where everything was separate but nowhere near equal. They experienced a time when they had to drink from separate water fountains and to use separate bathroom facilities. And it has not been that long. For those of you who were raised in the South or had parents from the South, my mother was from deep South Georgia. And so I've experienced these things myself and not being able to have the opportunity to go where I wanted or to sit where I want and having to drink from a certain fountain or go to a certain bathroom. So. It has not been that long ago. Our grandparents, our great-grandparents had to sit at the back of the bus and couldn't eat in certain sections of certain restaurants, even if they could eat there at all. They had to sit at the back of the bus. And on top of this, they had to live in the fear of their lives if they were to step out of line, amen? because they knew that it was nothing to find another black man strung up to a tree and lynched and, and dead, amen? 
just because the color of their skin. Yes, we would say today that we who are here this morning have it much better when we compare our circumstances and our conditions to those of our ancestors. We have things happening in our lives that our grandparents never dreamed would ever happen. Most of us have more than one car in our family. We no longer have to ride in a horse and a buggy. We have televisions in just about every room of the house, amen. We don't have to sit around the fireplace uh, reading and telling stories anymore. We're able to go and come as we please. We're able to live where we want to live and go to the bathroom of our choice. We're able to eat in any restaurant as long as our money isn't funny, amen. We're able to send our kids to decent schools and even to college if they make the grades and desire to go. We have air conditioning and gas heat in our houses. We have automatic washers and dryers and no longer have to use that old rub board and turn knob washing machine, and which we use and I'm sure you use as well. We can use the bathroom on the inside of the house instead of having to go outdoors in the middle of winter. Church, the point I'm trying to make is that we've come a long way from where we used to be, but we still have a very long way to go for deliverance. You see, deliverance is all about being put in a situation where you can be all that you are called to be. One of the areas that Dr. King focused on in his life was to let all people know that you can be all that you can be. And he was careful to let the world know that if you want true deliverance, it can only come through Jesus Christ. If God has delivered us from educational bondage, then it's our responsibility to educate our children and ourselves and ensure that our deliverance is not wasted. If God has delivered us, from emotional and physical degradation, then we should work on getting our emotional and physical states to a level that's pleasing in the eyes of God. And if God has provided us with a good job, if he's provided you with a good home and a nice car and other luxuries of life, then it becomes our duty to give it back to God and bless somebody not only in tithes and offerings, but also by giving of our time, our talents, and our treasures in service to the Lord and to help somebody else reach deliverance, amen? Because we should always be striving to do our very best and not settling for the mediocre things of life, amen? amen. But church, what happens is that too many of us, we reach a certain level and then we start settling for mediocrity instead of continuing to push forward in the work of the Lord. Amen? It happens in churches. Churches many times become stagnant because they reach a certain level and then we become complacent. They no longer work like they used to work. They no longer praise God like they used to praise God. They no longer pray like they used to pray. And they no longer love anybody the way that God intends for us to love one another. Amen. But my brothers and my sisters, I want you to know something this morning. That deliverance is and can be on the way. Does anyone believe that this morning? As a matter of fact, 
I believe that deliverance is already, already present for you. And all we have to do is recognize it, amen? And so that's the case in the text that we just read. Because in our text, we find the Apostle Peter. Here he had been jailed by Herod Agrippa I, who was the grandson of Herod the Great. And if you read from Acts chapter 1 to Acts chapter 12, the church had really been on a streak of success. Things had been going very well in the church, amen? They were in the church experiencing some of the greatest conversions one after another. First, there was Saul of Tarsus. Y'all know him as Paul converted. Then there was a Gentile centurion named Cornelius. Then they had highly successful work among the Gentiles and the Jews in the town of Antioch. But in Acts chapter 12, Herod discovered that if he put his foot down on the neck of Christians, that it would make him popular with the Jews. And so he had James, the brother of John, put to death. And he had Peter put on death row. And the word says that he had four squads of soldiers watching him with handcuffs on each arm and on his wrist. But what Herod didn't understand was that the church was praying for Peter's deliverance. Herod had the soldiers and his prisons, but the church had the power of prayer. How many of you all believe in the power of prayer today? Prayer changes things. And not just any kind of prayer, but the word says that constant prayer went up on his behalf. And the word constant means earnest. And literally, the word constant pictures someone stretching out all they can for something. And the church prayed with all that they had, and the Lord heard their cry. And the word says that the Lord sent an angel that night, amen, while Peter was sleeping like a baby. No signs of anxiety. Sleeping soundly on what seemed to be the last night before his execution. Peter was on what we would call death row. And I want you to picture this. Here's Peter bound with two chains between two soldiers. Here he is with guards standing at the door. But how many of you know this morning, but when God is ready to deliver, no prison doors and no chains can stop him. And the angel told Peter to get up and go with him. And Peter didn't know whether or not he was dreaming. Somebody had to, he had to pinch himself, amen? But you know what Peter did? He did something that we all need to do. Peter stepped out on faith. Somebody say faith. Church, when God sends you a deliverer, you got to step out on faith. And you got to grab hold of God. Because God, where God leads, I shall follow. Amen? And that doesn't mean that we're still some obstacles that they had along the way, because the truth is that every one of us has some obstacles that are going to come up in life. Because the word says that when Peter and the angel passed by the other soldiers, the word said that they came to an iron gate that looked like couldn't be opened. But when God sends you, church, a deliverer, Somebody needs to know that there's no obstacle too big for God. Because God opened the door without even touching it. And Peter realized that the Lord had delivered him. Amen? Amen. You see, the issue is that many of us worry about the iron gates in our lives. 
We worry about the things that seemingly are holding us down and causing trouble in our lives, amen? But God opened the door for Peter without even touching it. And so we don't have to worry today because God will take care of whatever iron gate you have in your life. And all we got to do is turn to him and say, Lord, help me to be able to get through the step out in faith. And so, church, what I want to tell you this morning, I really stopped by this morning uh, to tell you that deliverance is just around the corner. Amen. Listen to what the word says again in verse 11 of this text. Listen to what it says. It says, and when Peter was come to himself, he said, now I know of a surety, amen, that the Lord hath sent his angel and have what? have delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. Amen. What I get from that church is let me know that you better recognize your deliverance. Hallelujah. Because the word says that Peter came to himself. In other words, he knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was God himself who had delivered him out of the hands of his enemies. Amen. It didn't matter what anybody else wanted to have happen because God's will prevailed. And church, I want to tell you this morning that no matter what is going on in your life situation, no matter what it may look like today, no matter what people said is going to happen or no matter if somebody told you that you're never going to be able to make it through, how many of you know today that if you turn it over to Jesus that God is able to fix it in your life? How many of you know this morning that when you let go and you let God, that God is able to do something in your life? Do I have a witness in here today? I said, do I have a witness in here today? Do I have a witness in here today of what the Lord has done for you? Because God is able to do things that man said is impossible to do. So if you turn it over to Jesus, if you let God have it in your life, how many of you know that God is able? I said, how many of you know that God is, how many of you know this morning that God is able, amen? Listen to me, church. Stand with me this morning because I want you to hear this. And just like Peter, I want you to know that it was nobody but the Lord that delivered you down through the years. Hallelujah this morning, church. It was nobody but the Lord who washed away your sins. Hallelujah. It was nobody but God that fed you when you were hungry. It was nobody but God that clothed you when you were naked. It was nobody but God who healed your body when you were sick. It was nobody but Jesus who came down over 42 generations. Nobody but Jesus who was fat on. Nobody but Jesus who was beaten. Nobody but Jesus who had a crown of thorns on his head. Nobody but Jesus who was nailed to the cross, suffered and bled and died. But he arose on the third day with all power in his hands. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Somebody better recognize. Recognize your deliverance. Thank God for Jesus. You know what the Lord laid in my spirit this morning? He laid a spirit of praise in my heart. When I woke up this morning, all I could think about was giving God praise. When I got into my car, all I could think about was giving God praise. When I came through the doors of the church, all I could think about was giving God praise. 
When I walked up to the pulpit, all I could think about was giving God praise. When the dance ministry came and danced like they never danced before, all I could think about was giving God praise. When the backbench boys got up to sing their songs, all I could think about was giving God praise. When Pastor Paul began to tickle the ivory on the piano, all I could think about was giving God praise. When I'm delivering the word of God, all I could think about is giving God praise. And I wish I just had 10 folk in here who don't mind giving God praise, who don't mind saying hallelujah, who don't mind saying thank you, Jesus, who don't mind lifting their hands and saying, Lord, I thank you. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah this morning in the house of the Lord. Listen to me, church. When I, uh, before COVID, I went for my first colonoscopy, and they found a tumor. And uh, when I woke up, the doctor said, you know, we're going to have to, they, they'll have to cut two or three foot of your large intestine out. I just about passed out. Went and got a second opinion. That same doctor said, we're going to have to remove a large section of your colon. Mm. I, I was distraught, mm. absolutely distraught. Praying to God, but still trying to fight it. And I was coming through the parking lot to the church, and I met a woman out front. Mm. And she goes, hey, Chris, how you doing? And I said, I'm devastated. And I went in to tell her. She goes, oh, don't worry about it. I had a section of my colon removed mm. and I am fine. All right, all right, all right. And I still was still so very distraught. Mm. And I came in here and uh, Sister Van was talking about her granddaughter, mm. I believe, or grandson, granddaughter, mm. that was born without a large intestine. Mm. And at that moment, I just said, okay, God, whatever happens, happens. All right, all right. And, and I felt a peace come over me. Amen, amen. <clears throat> More importantly, I uh, got COVID. All right. And it was 14 days of a temperature of 103, 104. My Lord. And I told my wife, I said, I I'm not going to make it. Mm. And... I called Pastor Paul on the telephone, mm -hmm. and he started praying, mm -hmm. and I just, something happened mm -hmm. over that right. phone. It was, right. it, was, it was electric. All right. And that was the beginning of my recovery. All right. All right. All I mean. Right. When I was saved, when I begged God, mm -hmm. and I felt that washing of the, as you say, the sin go away. Mm -hmm. And yet, I don't testify, or I don't, oh. and sometimes I doubt it. Like, why do I doubt that? Mm -hmm. Why does that doubt come sure. into my life? And mm -hmm. I guess everybody's life, but mm -hmm. 
So anyway. All right, I hear you, Chris. Amen. Amen. Chris just testified to what we just spoke about today, that we serve a mighty good God. We serve an awesome God. And Chris came to a recognition of who his deliverer is. Is there anybody here today who recognizes that God is your deliverer? And here's the blessings of God for each of you. This same God who became that deliverer for Brother Chris is the same God that can be your deliverer. And all you got to do is confess your sins unto the Lord and say, Lord, I am a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. Lord, please come into my heart, to my life, and to make my life brand new. For those of you here today and those of you who are listening by live stream right now, if the Lord is speaking to you and he's making it clear that that Lord, uh, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is your deliverer, then we need to respond to that. There needs to be action that takes place. And so if there's someone here today and the Lord is speaking to you and you have never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to and invite and encourage you to give your heart and your life over to, you, to the Lord now. As our deacons go down the aisle, amen, they're just encouraging you, trying to assist you to make that choice, to make that decision. To give your heart and your life. Those of you watching my live stream, if the Lord is speaking to you and you want to give your heart and your life to the Lord, please to reach out to us. We want to help and to disciple you. We want to pray with you. Amen. And there may be someone here in this community who doesn't have a church home and has a desire to unite in fellowship here at Second Baptist. We encourage and invite you to come just as you are. Amen. We would love to have you to accept you. Amen. Is there anyone today? Amen. Allow the Lord to speak to your heart. Pastor Paul's playing that song. He knows I love that song. That one day we shall wear a crown. We can serve God right now. And so we don't have to wait until we get to heaven. Amen. We can praise God and serve God even right now. So let's thank God for his blessings. Let's thank God for this day. Amen. Church, what a mighty God we serve. Come on, let's give God praise. Thank you.